if you get a baby elephant and you tie it to a post, it'll yank and yank and realize it can't win and it'll give up. And now you can tie a grown elephant to a post and it won't yank against the post. This is Blair Durham with Black Wall Street Today, your media hub for all things black entrepreneurship, politics, news and events in Hampton Roads and beyond. Wouldn't you like to be a guest on Black Wall Street Today with Blair Durham? Well, the link is in the show notes. And now, here's your host, Blair Durham. Greetings, greetings, Stay locked in. Welcome, welcome, welcome to this 128th edition of Black Wall Street Today with Blair Durham. Today's show is sponsored by the COO team, as well as Milestone Mental Health Agency and Apex Financial Group of Virginia. We are so excited. Our focus is real estate. And to that end, joining us is Mr. Sharvin Joseph. So excited to have him with us. He is a loan originator with Town Bank Mortgage. Uh, he's been originating and closing loans around the Capital Beltway in the mortgage industry for more than 35 years. He's held positions from loan officer to area manager, managing multiple branches. Mr. Joseph also assists in developing community programs to support the Town Bank Mortgage customer base. Welcome to the show, sir. How are you? Great. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Yes, we are so excited to have you here. Indeed, um, this is an all-important conversation, you know, particularly with everything that is taking place in the economy. Um, certainly, you know, wanting to uh, continue to focus on real estate and real estate as a viable means for building wealth, particularly for the Black community. So, uh, again, thank you so much for being here. Sure, it's my pleasure. Yeah. I think it's a great start for uh, kicking off your weekend in real estate for us to uh, have a discussion, answer any questions. Um, I think if we, uh, particularly black and brown communities, uh, are going to narrow the racial divide between the 73% ownership by white counterparts and to blacks that are 42%, we have to start engaging in purchasing and making sure that we're prepared to purchase homes. Yeah. Before we kind of go into, you know, and I'm, I'm one who is normally very much solutions focused, right? I just sure. want to look at what we can do, what we can do, what we can do. But I think it's helpful to provide a bit of historical context, if you will. And I know this wasn't on your cheat sheet, right? But if you could just kind of talk about what the landscape was that kind of gave rise to this growing disparity with regard to home ownership. Just speak a little bit about maybe redlining practices. What occurred? Um, that kind of set this in motion? Well, I mean, this has gone back for years and years and without uh, getting political and minding staying in my lane. Yeah, we're going to stay right in our lane. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, and sometimes you have to tread a little outside the lane because you got to keep it uh, as real as possible. Yeah. Um, This is years and years of discrimination, systemic discrimination, uh, redlining and so forth and holding people back from being able to purchase. Uh, If you are not in position to purchase, whether it's because of jobs, whether it's because of uh, certain entities and predatory lending, you're not going to be allowed to dent the racial divide, the the gap in home ownership. Um, However, I think we have come a ways and we have a ways to go. And what we need to be certain of is the procedure. How do we become more uh, engaged? How are we more educated as far as purchasing and so forth? Because if we really, again, want to put a dent in the wealth divide uh, and the racial home ownership, we have to start with preparing ourselves. Yeah. I couldn't agree with you more. So let's talk about that preparation process, Shervin. Is it, is my first step finding a realtor? Is my first step working on my credit? Is my first step talking with someone such as yourself who is in the mortgage industry? What would you say, kind of take us from from soup to nuts? The very, very first step and the most, uh, and if nothing else, you have to find the blueprint to get to your destination. 
And the only way you get to the, the blueprint is by speaking with a loan, um, a mortgage originator or a loan uh, officer. Okay. Um, someone that's going to guide you and take you from A to Z. Someone is going to pre-qualify you, tell you exactly what your credit score is, if it's approvable, what your qualifications are, what you qualify for. You can't purchase, you can't shop if you don't know what you're trying to purchase. You can't put a contract on anything unless you know what you're trying to purchase. Uh, consequently, you also have to know what you need and what you have to prepare for from assets, income, all of the above and prepare accordingly so you could close expeditiously or even if it's three to six months down the road because you need to take some baby steps to get there. Sure. You know, you know exactly what you need to do. And that's that's what a loan originator does is kind of lay out that roadmap for a prospective home. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I, well, that's what they're supposed to do. Ah. And, and again, you have to find a credible mortgage banker loan officer that's going to guide you and take you on these steps. It's not supposed to be uh, someone that sees that your credit score is low and then don't call you back. It's someone that's going to tell you, even if you're not qualifying now, this is what you have to do to get there. Now, you know, I'm with Town Bank uh, Mortgage and we pride ourselves on being at the forefront of customer service and taking care of folks. That is critical because if you're not prepared to take care of folks and guide them accordingly, qualifying step of the way and let them know this is what you need to do next, folks don't know. This is their first time in most cases. Even if they're moving up to a, a bigger ent- a bigger home, it's still something that you need to guide them. Yeah. Folks, if you just turned tuned in, this is Blair Durham with Black Wall Street Today, uh, having a conversation with Mr. Sherwin Joseph from Town Bank Mortgage. Uh, we are talking today about all things real estate, recognizing um, there's a kind of a prime time opportunity taking place. And so we're wanting to get the facts straight. Mr. Joseph, so talk now a bit about some of the various programs that are available uh, for those interested in home ownership. Well, for those interested in home ownership, we have everything. And I don't mean to sound like, oh, you're with Town Bank and your menu is bigger than everyone else. No, we're just very thorough with wanting to make sure our customers are taken care of. And I think that, I think most folks, uh, it, it depends on your profile, what your FICO score is, your credit FICO score, what your qualifications are and so forth. So I don't want to just throw out blanket uh, programs, but I am going to send a, a message to folks that have certain FICO scores. For an FHA loan, which is a government-based loan, requires about 3.5% down, there's more latitude on an FHA loan. So from a credit standpoint, you're more apt to get approved. Your credit score could be lower and you're more apt to get approved and you would need less funds down. Um, So I think an FHA loan, which is a government loan, and by the way, has pretty good rates, at least we do, uh, with that program. And I think that is a program a lot of people look towards. Uh, I also think, obviously for conventional purposes, you do a conventional loan with 5% down and so forth. It's a myth. You don't need 20% down. Mm. FICA score is below 700. That is incorrect. Our credit scores go as low as 620 uh, on government loans and 640 on conventional. All right. And, and, you know, again, there's some latitude, but I will tell you, you'll have more of a chance being approved on an FHA than you would be on a conventional. Uh, They're VA loans for our veterans. I'm a veteran. I'm a Marine Corps veteran. And for our veterans, it's no money down. One of the greatest loans there is. You served your country. They should be able to pay you back with a no money down loan. And the seller could pay all your closing costs. Now, that's tough in this market that we're in. But uh, I do a, a ton of all of the above, but a lot of VA loans as well. And with VA loans, the, the, the borrower, the veteran could walk away from closing 
without having to put his hands or her hands in her in their pocket. Awesome. Okay, so we talked about FHA. In there, uh, USDA. While it's uh, for rural and and suburban uh, areas, it's also the only true uh, other hundred percent loan that there is. But that loan has to be qualified as a USDA, and it has to be put in a system uh, to qualify. But that's a very good um, opportunity for uh, home buyers. Okay. Okay. So USDA, FHA, conventional, and VA are the four that we went over. Let right. me ask you this: What particular incentive uh, or incentives is Town Bank? offering to assist with closing costs, et cetera? Are there any programs that are unique to Town Bank that first-time homeowners or homeowners can take advantage of? Well, the mere fact that we have a USDA loan, okay. you don't have to go to USDA loan, takes advantage of that. The mere fact that we have VA and we're VA automatic, which means you don't have to qualify with VA first. You don't have to go to VA. You could go directly through us and we could get the appraisals and so forth done. But, you know, like like um, most entities that are a paper lenders, we have lender credit uh, where we could help with the borrowers and so forth. Now, and depending on your area where you are, there are areas where you can have first-time homebuyer programs. And and we are pretty much online with a lot of first-time homebuyer programs. It depends on your area and it depends on your profile. Okay. What about any particular, because I have heard that certain entities are providing down payment assistance. Is there any kind of program? Yeah, that would be the programs. And again, we don't want to spread because people are coming from all over. Right. Uh, there are different programs that um, that are exclusive to the state or the county and, and the jurisdiction that the borrower is from that we could look at their qualifications to see if they qualify. And sometimes those aid to their down payment assistance and they could also get a gift from their family member and so forth. Uh, and, uh, you know, because looking at the seller paying closing costs in this market is not something that I think that is on the scale uh, uh, one to five. That's not happening anytime soon. So you have to look within the family members and you have to look at down payment assistance programs. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. All right. Let's change lanes a bit. In fact, if you just tuned in, this is Blair Durham with Black Wall Street today. Uh, still chatting with Mr. Shervin Joseph of Make Mortgage. Uh, just having a wonderful conversation about all things real estate, first time home ownership, uh, programs that may be available. I'm curious to know, um, in this age of kind of Google and, and getting information online, uh, many individuals may opt to go it alone. They may decide they don't need a realtor. Um, (laughs) And I shake my head uh, only because I know the consequences of those actions. Yeah. Uh, What is the value? Yeah, the value of a realtor is huge. It's absolutely huge. First of all, you need someone that's going to be able to know the landscape. What school is the best for you? What school district? Um, where your house is strategically located from a value and comparables standpoint. Then you need a negotiator Mm. and you don't want to be taken for a ride if the seller, you know, who has leverage until you have a realtor that knows all the guidelines, know, you know, the ins and outs of home inspections and all of that. Trying to go alone, I think, for a home buyer that is a novice is uh, a lamb to slaughter. It's just not in their best interest. It will cost you a lot more money in the long run without a realtor than it is with a realtor. And keep this in mind, something that a lot of first-time homebuyers don't realize is that you're not paying that um, uh, brokerage fee. That's the seller. So if someone's convincing you otherwise, it's because the seller is going to get off scot-free and they don't want to pay that fee. And, you know, they'll tell you, well, you know, I'll pay a little more of your closing costs or I'll lower the price a little. Wow. That doesn't do you any good in three years or six months if the house breaks down and you didn't realize it because you didn't have a professional. 
it's a good point you raised. I was just chatting with someone who said, you know, their first home, they did it by themselves and that they, you know, live to regret that decision that they would oh, never it's, go. I, I seen it over and over where people come to me after the fact to refinance, to take care of a bigger problem mm. that they could have taken care of if they had a home inspection, if they had a realtor to look out for them in the first place. Yeah. You mentioned refi. Is this a good time to refinance? It's still, believe it or not, I know that we went through this refi boom and it was crazy for most of the COVID year. Yeah. We hit ra- yeah, we hit rates as low as two and a half, two and three eighths, not near two and a quarter percent. Wow. Um, however, uh, about 10 weeks ago, uh, eight weeks straight, market started climbing very slowly. And then in the last two weeks, it's kind of leveled off to a certain degree. However, rates are still in the threes, in the low threes. And if you had, depending again, and this is this is a, a class for folks that think their FICA score doesn't matter. If your FICA score is in the upper sevens, eights, you could have a very low rate, potentially, I'm saying potentially, depending on where the market is, in the high twos. So it's critical that you take care of your FICA score and know where you stand. But don't be alarmed. A low threes is probably well better than your five that you had or four and three quarters. It depends on your loan amount. It depends on what your goal is to accomplish. Are you looking for cash out? Are you looking to lower your rate? What are you trying to accomplish? But the goal should be Always, if you're just looking to lower your rate, you're looking for a 2% window and drop, mm-hmm. okay? And if your loan amount is 450000 and better, you could probably take a 1%, one and three quarters, one and a half, and that will save you probably between three and $400 a month. You know, let me just drop this tidbit for those that may be listening and feeling like they want more information. Um, Sheriff is going to be with us for a full hour on Saturday morning during the upcoming real estate conference. And you can get that information by visiting our website, blackbrand.biz, uh, or you can go directly to the event website, bit.ly. So that's bit.ly forward slash hrrealcon the numbers two one. So that's bit.ly forward slash hrrealcon two one. Even if you just search that information, it will come right up. The registration is free. We would love to see you there virtually uh, this coming Friday and Saturday to get more of this excellent, excellent content. We've got about two minutes remaining. Um, I would that you would say just a bit more about the credit pieces. How are you helping individuals to build their credit score in preparation for uh, purchasing a home? Look, I am uh, I might be a diversity manager, but true and true, 35 years in this business, I'm a mortgage banker, I'm a loan officer. And one of the things that I see since my inception as a loan officer until now, and I will continue to see, are folks that have credit issues. The community will, you know, have credit issues, and it is my job, my task from Town Bank Mortgage to make sure that we slay this and we put them in a better situation. The first thing to do is to get pre-qualified and let us pull a credit report to see where you are. Secondly, we have a credit enhancement team at Town Bank, and they will guide you through the process with regards to what to do about your credit, how to increase your credit score, what to pay off. You know, people always says, well, before I come and see you, I want to take care of my credit. Well, you don't know what to do. You're not a professional. Mm, you pay off okay. a bunch of stuff like installment debts, just a quick tip. Installments don't move the um, your, your FICA score. Wow. Revolving debts do. So you want to make sure that you are told exactly which debts and how much to pay it down. 
but you could pay installment that's down from now until Sunday, even if you have a big glut of them and it's not going to move. I'm going to touch that number. Shervin, yeah. look, we are out of time. I got you going. Yes, <laughs> so <you can>. bad. <laughs> but it's time now for hashtag money talk, also known as hashtag money in the middle. This segment is sponsored by Apex Financial Group of Virginia, and its purpose really is to empower us with regard to financial literacy. So joining us is Mr. Michael Gray. How are you doing, sir? Hello there, Mrs. Durham. How are you? I'm doing well. It's good to see you. Likewise. It's good to be back. Yeah, we've missed you. <laughs> yes, it's good to be back. I had a little break, but uh, actually it's good to be back on the platform and it's good back. It's good to be back to get the talk show going and all the good things that we have to offer on today. Yeah, and a number of things are going on in the economy. And so excited to hear everything that you are going to share. It's always empowering. Okay, so let's get started. Today, we're going to talk about building blocks, building blocks for building wealth, building blocks. Like, look, here's the building blocks, building blocks for building wealth. It's not how much you make, it's how much you get to keep, Mrs. Blair. You know, people say, well, I make a lot of money, but at the end of the day, it's how much you get to keep. So with that said, Americans have a spending problem. And as a result, we are saving and investing not enough uh, to secure our financial future. Uh, we spend more than we save. Uh, the average of American uh, medium savings per year is around $3,500. Uh, the average American consumer will pay out, okay, nearly $280,000 in interest over their lifetime. Do you get that, Blair? Over $280,000 in interest in their lifetime. Also, too, uh, the average American uh, is actually paying about 34 cents in interest on every dollar earned. So think about a dollar bill. 34 cents out of every dollar is going towards what? Interest. Now, also, too, uh, we look at the interest that we pan out. The average American payout are more interest uh, than they earn. Uh, we can't build. We cannot build a house without a foundation. There's no, there's no way in, in, in earth, on this earth, that anybody will go in their right mind and try to build a house without a foundation. So how can we build a financial house without income? How can we build it without a savings? How can we build it without investments, growth, protection, and insurance? So I'm gonna talk about four building blocks today. And the four building blocks today, number one is gonna be paying yourself. You have to pay yourself. Number two, we're going to talk about protecting your wealth. Number three, we're going to talk about ensuring your wealth. And number four, we're going to talk about knowing the rules of creating wealth. So let's talk about building block number one. Okay, let's talk about building block number one. We have a program, okay, that will help individuals, families, individuals to pay down uh, their debt and uh, we have a program here that can help them save up to 66% savings, okay, on interest that they're currently paying out. We have a program we'll show you how to get rid of consumer debt, uh, credit cards, uh, auto loans, uh, you name it, student loans, medical bills, back taxes, and yes, even a mortgage in less than nine years. So building block number one, uh, here, here's the takeaway from this. The takeaway here is getting out of debt and paying yourself because when you pay off debt, you have more money coming back to you. You can now save and invest that money. And by saving and invest that money, you can now start building your own wealth. So if you want more information on how to get out of debt and how to start building wealth using your own interest as opposed to paying somebody else's interest, give us a call today for more information. Call us today at 757-650-0207. Seven five seven six four zero zero two zero seven for your free. Notice I said free, 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 free consultation. So that's building block number one. Building block number two, we're going to talk about protecting your assets, protecting your assets. And we're going to talk about how can we protect our wealth? How can we protect our wealth? Well, basically, there's a word called asset protection. Okay. And when we protect our assets, our assets include 
things like, okay, a home, real estate, investments, retirement accounts, bank accounts, stocks, bonds, uh, personal property, antiques. I mean, you name it. I could just go on and on and on. But there is a legal tool called a living trust. A living trust. A living trust will allow you to pass on your assets to your intended beneficiaries, okay, without without having to go through what we call the probate process. The probate process is a legal process, and this process can, number one, be expensive. Number two, it can cause delays. And number three, it offer no privacy, which means that everybody can look at what you have on internet and they can see exactly what you own because there's no privacy. So also, too, uh, a lot of folks have wheels in place, which is okay, but a wheel will put you into probate and not out of probate. A trust will keep you out of probate. So again, if you want more information on how to protect your assets, please give us a call today for a free, 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 free consultation at 757-640-0207. Again, the number here is 757-640-0207. Building block number three. We talked about paying yourself. We talked about what? Protecting what? your wealth. And number three, the third building block is ensuring, ensuring our wealth. Now, how do we ensure our wealth? Real simple. We ensure our wealth by transferring risk to insurers. Now, the problem here today is that most people are carrying what we call the old plan, the old plans of life insurance. The old plans of life insurance, basically, they run out of coverage before age 100. Also, too, the old plans do not offer any living benefits. So what you want to do is get the new plan. The new plan runs beyond age 100. It offers living benefits. And these living benefits could be accelerated death benefits, chronic illness, long-term care, just name a few. But with the new plan, you have more coverage and you have better benefits. So you want to make sure that your policies are updated. And so today, we're going to offer you building block number three, a free consultation a free consultation on how to take a look at what you have in place and make sure that your policies are updated and you have the new plans. And you can have this free consultation by calling us today at 757-640-0207 for a free consultation. Again, that number here is 757-640-0207 for building block number three on how to transfer risk and making sure that you have the right coverage in place. Building block number four, we're going to talk about this important block, and this is a very important block, and this block talks about knowing, knowing, knowing the rules. In order to build wealth, Mrs. Blair, you have to know the rules of wealth, okay? You can't be a carpenter and say you're a carpenter, you don't have tools. How can you go say you're going to do some work for somebody and add a room to that house or put up a door and you don't have no tools? So you come to my house and say, I'm your carpenter, but you don't have no tools. And then on top of that, you have to know how to use the tools, okay? So when it comes to building wealth, you have to know the tools and you have to know the rules. I'm going to give you three rules. And I'm not going to explain these rules today, but if you call us today, you'll get this information on these three important rules. Rule number one, which is a very powerful rule that a lot of wealthy folk use, and it's called the rule 70-30, 70-30. Rule number two is called the rule of 72. Rule number three is called the rule of 1%. Now you can have all these rules, okay, by coming in for a free consultation, by calling us today at 757-640-0207. And this will be a bonus that I would give you, along with the rules also too, we're gonna give you what we call rules govern your social security benefits. There are so many people out there, Blair, that don't get updates on the social security because Social Security benefits, they change each year. Uh, the Social Security Administration, they're constantly changing rules, they're changing regulations, they're changing laws. So just for a bonus, if you're age 62 or older and if you're receiving benefits, if you're married, if you're a widow, if you've been divorced, okay, but have been married for, what, 10 years, I have a program that's really, really nice for you called the Spousal Benefit Program that can help you to maybe increase your benefits by 50% based off your former spouse work record or your current spouse work record. And this is worth calling just for an update on how to 
increase, okay? Your social security benefit, and these are rules, and these are regulations that we'll share with you. And you can have this and much more. We'll show you how to uh, use discount dollars. We'll show you how to use the rule of 72. We'll show you how to use the rule of 7030. We'll talk about the 1% rule. You can have all this, all this, all this, all this, okay? If you like, okay, this information, give us a call today for a free consultation. Social Security checkup, the rules. Call us today at 757-640-0207. Again, the number here is 757-640-0207 for your free consultation. Don't delay. Call the day. And we'll spend one hour with you at no cost. And I tell you one thing, it will be worth your time. And it has a lot of value. Even though it's free, it has a whole lot of value if we put a dollar time, a dollar a tag on, okay? So again, call us today for all this information. All this information is free to you today by calling us today at 757-640-0207. And Blair, there you have it. And uh, I'm going to come back to you. To see if there's any questions or comments. Advantage and, and the phone ringing off the hook there, which is a great thing. <laughs> Listen, uh, I have to ask you this question. Uh, uh-huh. In light of everything that's taking place, I'm still getting this question every day. Is can okay. I get some assistance from Apex with completing a PPP application? Okay. All right. We can help with that. Yes, we can help with the PPP. We can help with the EIDL. Uh, we can help individuals to apply for that and show them how to actually get that application in and get it sent in correctly because it keeps I did to see it. that uh, May yeah. 31st is the deadline for this for this second draw PPP. So individuals still have another month if they're interested in applying for PPP and they can contact you if they need some assistance? Correct. They can contact us for assistance in that and also too, if we have business owners out there today that's looking for business capital, uh, we can help them to secure business capital as well. So we also offer uh, uh, services for businesses as well, business owners that need business capitalization. We can help with that as well. So call us today. We'll be more than happy to sit down and talk with you. And again, the number here is 757-640-0207. And we're here for you. So let's give us a call. And we're here for you. Simple as that. Appreciate that. Uh, as always, this segment is sponsored by Apex Financial Group of Virginia. Very grateful to Michael Gray and his due diligence and providing this awesome content week after week. It is time now for a real estate roundtable. Joining us is Mr. Seiko Varner. He's certainly no stranger to the Black Wall Street Today platform, uh, a real estate guru unto himself, uh, focusing on <laughs> living, wholesaling, private money lending, and more. Seiko, glad to have you. How are you? Oh, I'm feeling good. A guru unto myself. I, I, that's something. <laughs> You've been talking to my wife. <laughs> you know what I meant. A like, guru in his own mind. No, that's not what I meant. That is not what I meant. That's not what I meant. But that's oh. I can see how yeah. I meant that, yeah, you've been doing this for quite some time. Um, I've done a couple of different things. So, uh, yeah, um, you know, I'm, I'm not a dive deep person, but now I'm diving super deep because... Uh, we need capital and we need access to capital. So sure. we have great agents out there. We have great brokers out there. We have great contractors. But one of the missing links was the funding. Yeah. And I said, you know what? Let me come in and fill that space. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's cool. So before we get there, what are you seeing kind of generally in the real estate investment space? Within the black community, what are people doing? Uh, what what is that activity kind of looking like? Wow, I'm running into more and more newbie investors. Like I've been wanting to do this. I need to find out how to do this. I so we're directing them to the right places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Um, um. So there's a lot of new energy, and there's a lot of people who've been doing this for a while. And in some cases, they're a little stingy with the information, mm-hmm. as they should be, as they well, as they could be. Because they competitive, could be. right? Right. It is competitive. Um, but I am seeing a lot of new interest. And the great thing is, now there are a lot of platforms. So if you're a person who's newly interested, there's a place you can go. And it's not just YouTube. You know, YouTube University is cool, you know. Uh, but there are a lot of different platforms and personalities who are providing this information. 
You know, uh, Danita Hayes will be with her uh, women flip houses too. Tawana Randolph with yeah. 24 hour flipper. There, there's those are just two that I brought up, but there are about 15. Another interesting one is Seiko. Oh my goodness, Clubhouse. Pretty much any time of the day or night, individuals can tap into Clubhouse and get solid real estate content. Oh, true. Pretty interesting, you know. So, yeah. so I think this has, um, I think these times have encouraged more real estate activity in our community. And like you said, the availability of information. True. Availability of information. And, you know, I think we're in many ways in America, in the United States of America, we're experiencing a new consciousness. Mm -hmm. There were centuries when we, um, as people of African descent, uh, whether those who were here first or those who uh, came enslaved, um, we were told we couldn't. And the system prevented us from doing so. And some of the, you know, it's kind of like the elephant. If you if you get a baby elephant and you tie it to a post, it'll yank and yank and realize it can't win and it'll give up. And now you can tie a grown elephant to a post and it won't yank against the post. Until, until something changes that post and the elephant realizes, hey, I've been locked all along to a misconcept. Yeah. Right, right. And I think with particularly with black people, people of African descent, however you want to put it, um, we're realizing we've been linked to a misconcept of our limitations. And so for those of us who are realizing, hey, I'm breaking out the matrix, I'm going to do something that's really going to generate generational wealth. I'm going to create legacy or I just want to live good. I want to get out of debt. I just want to do some things that I'm interested in doing. I want to do what I see the people on TV doing. We have the ability now to do that. And I'm glad that I'm in the way with the money to help you make your way. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm curious as to whether it's working. Cause a lot of times I look at the statistics and they don't look good. You know, our, our wealth projected to go down to zero and just, you know, a widening gap regarding home ownership. And I'm just wondering like, man, I know we're getting involved, but are we actually making money? Are we building wealth or are we just, are we just involved? I think the answer to that is probably twofold, but I want to hear you. And then let's talk about the funding piece. You know that indicators lag. So we really can't determine. I mean, a lot of our statistics are from the 2010 (laughs) census, right? So yeah, yeah. Right, right. So indicators lag. So that type of information lags 10 to 15 years, at least five years. But within the last five years, you know, we've got to the boiling point. We're like, you know, we ain't taking this junk anymore. Let me open up my eyes and see what's out there. Hold up. Police officers are actually getting convicted for the few. I mean, when they do wrong, that, that, that was that was wholly out of our concept for the last 150 years. So we're seeing a lot of things changing. So I would say the indicators don't show it currently, but in four years, in five years, and definitely definitely in a decade, we're going to be able to see that, okay, Dr. Claude Anderson, uh, Amos Wilson, they, you know, they showed us all this information that said, if we don't do anything, you know, uh, Dr. George Frazier, if we don't do anything, we're going to be zero and we're doing something. It's just not going to show for 10 years. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, I think you hit the, hell, the nail on the head with regard to access to capital. Um, just looking at a, a recent report by McKenzie, some work that they actually did during the pandemic, um, talking about Black entrepreneurship and their specific context was... Um, we don't expect to be able to access capital. So we don't even go into certain markets, you know, and certainly real estate is one of those markets, right? We we're, we're tend to be concentrated in only six industries, healthcare, some professional services, childcare, you know, a bit of restaurant, um, uh, hotel tourism, that kind of thing. Um, but not, not in real estate. Um, my question for you is what is the gap well, I'm sorry, not what is the gap? What What is the 
What are you feeling with positive vibes financial? How does it work? Like, how do I gain access to this capital inside the real estate space? Well, investment real estate financing is very different than traditional real estate financing. So, you know, traditional Wait, real estate say financing. Again. Say that again. That went over my head. Invest, <laughs> investment real estate financing is different than traditional real estate financing. Very much so. Okay. Okay. Traditional real estate investing, when you go to your bank and you get a loan, you go to a mortgage company, you get a loan for property, they're banking on you. In the investment space, they're investing on the investment. So if you're buying a multifamily property, they're betting, they're banking, they're funding, they're investing on that multifamily property as well as the uh, leadership that's going to manage the property. You know, that's the investable asset. So it's not necessarily, I'm going to see if Blair's credit and her income supports the purchase of this property. The investment world is saying, let's see if the, the rent rates in that area, let's see if the amount of space and the, you know, the normal FOI return on investment in that area, let's make sure that this person has um, a background that demonstrates that they can manage this property in an investable manner. And if those things work out, oh, plus the property, the property is worth it. Those things work out, then we'll invest in you. Not Blair, but in Blair's project. So investment real estate is dealing with the project, the property, the asset. Many times you hear the term hard money loan because the property is the hard asset. Mm. And so it's a little different. So, yeah, you can have messed up credit. It's not going to help you, but you can have messed up credit and have an incredible deal. If the deal is super incredible, they're going to invest in the investment. And they're probably going to tell you to hire somebody to manage it because your credit's jacked up. (laughs) We can't trust you. But the property, the investment, they'll invest in that. So it's very different. And so that's what you've gotten into. That's the space I found myself into. And it's, you know, I was a real estate agent. Projects. I was a real estate agent. I uh, also had investable property that I worked, you know, back in the 90s, early 90s. Uh, I bought it the year of the Million Man March, the original Million Man March. All right. Million Man March. Uh, (laughs) So I've had experience in it. But one of the things that I'm really excited about is a lot of these firms that necessarily weren't interested in investing in our firms and our companies. Mm-hmm. Now they're looking for the money. Mm-hmm. They're following the money. Now, there's one thing that I left off. In a traditional real estate investment, they're banking on you, but in a in a real estate investment, an investment real estate, you have to have an entity. So Blair Durham is not going to, you know, Blair Durham might sign the contract, but it's going to be Blair Durham FBO for the benefit of Blair Durham Incorporated, Blair Durham LLC. You have to have an entity. So they're not going to invest in Blair. They're going to invest in the entity. So that's that's another thing. Okay. Okay. And so how many of these deals have you done? This is exciting. Wow. Well, it's exciting because, you know, I started back into this space when a pandemic happened. Okay. Yeah, when all my disc that jockey a good time work, to start, I think, right? <laughs> all my disc jockey work kind of dried up. I was like, you know, and like I said before, I went back to something that I was really passionate about. And all this time I've been, you know, helping people to get connected with the funds. I just couldn't provide it myself. Mm-hmm. And so I've done maybe six deals and I'm looking for that seventh deal. I'm looking for that 15th deal. By the end of 2021, I want to do 15 to 20 deals. I'm not there yet. I'm struggling to find the next person. Yeah. Um, so if you're a person who's interested, hit me up and let's make magic. Mm, okay. All right. And what is your contact information? Uh, well, the great thing about me is if you just Google me, you're going to find me. So you can just Google Seiko, S-E-K-O. Varner, V-A-R-N-E-R. But our website is positivevibes.net. That's positivevibes.net. And I really appreciate phone calls. I really appreciate phone calls. So hit me up. And that number is 
757-932-0177. Again, 757-932-0177. Of course, you can find me on social media. I'm not a DM type person. So if you DM me, just you're going to be waiting for a minute. If you send me a message on Messenger, you wait for a minute because I'm taking the phone calls. I live on Messenger. Yeah. So, so Seiko, so what I would share is Seiko is one of the speakers actually facilitating a roundtable inside HR RealCon 21. Um, we're really excited. This is our, our fifth real estate production. Um, and it always proves to be just a, a powerful time, a lot of great energy, um, tons of awesome speakers kind of coming together, focused on this piece, you know, building wealth, etc. Um, I know that you got a panel during the Friday night portion of the event that focuses on wholesaling, right? Right. So right. And I'm, I'm, I have to admit, that. Blair, Go ahead. I'm a little upset with you. You put me after Danita Hayes. She's a beast too. Yeah, and if you don't know Danita Hayes, look her up. Victory Allegiance. Oh my God. Wall Street Cafe, Women Flip Houses too. Danita is a beast uh, in our in our market in real estate. But she's focusing on on rehabbing, right? She's focusing on on that aspect. You're focusing on wholesaling. Right, I'll which be is a interview- whole different kind of vibe, right? Right, right, right. But just performance level, just beauty. <laughs> I know she's bomb. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, so you guys gotta tune in. Visit our website, blackbrand.biz. Get your free ticket for RealCon. Um, you can also go to bit.ly forward slash hrrealcon21. That's hr as in Hampton Roads. RealCon r e a l c o n two one already 125 registrations uh, as of as of this moment so we'd love to have you in the building it'd be a great opportunity for networking seiko tell us about this wholesaling piece first of all just tell us because wholesale is not new but maybe it's newer to us maybe um it is newer to us because real estate investing in general is newer to us is new to us yeah. Right. In general, it's new to us. Of course, you can find some really great outliers. Don Peebles. <laughs> you know, if you don't know who Don Peebles is, look him up. Uh, Don Peebles is a great example of the outliers. But we want to make this the norm. We really want to make this the norm. So wholesalers. I have a panel of four wholesalers who are going to bring the noise. All right. So they're going to tell you how they do it. But they're not going to give you all the secret sauce because they want you. you want, they want you to work with them. Uh, but when I say how they do it, how they find properties that are below market value that are not on the MLS. In other words, before Danita Hayes, a Kit Lockett. Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm so glad I'm not after Kit Lockett as well. <laughs> all right. Um, before those real estate agents get to them, and in many cases, they make sure that their clients get the best price, a wholesaler will help you find that property that you can rehab and make a profit on. And then you give it to a Kit Lockett, a Tawana Randolph, uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, then you give it to your agents, uh, Tierra. You know, Chandra Patterson. Salute Chandra Patterson. Salute, um, yeah. Yeah, she's a beast. Um, so those re- those wholesalers help you find the properties that are in distress. So you can come in and provide assistance, provide aid, provide help, and bring that property back to its value, the way it should be. And then they can find a homeowner who will take care of. So a wholesaler is, we call it bird dogging sometimes because they're driving around, they're doing all the data dumps. They're looking at the, you know, the IRS information. They're looking at the taxes information. They're looking at a lot of, you know, divorces information. They're looking at funerals. They're looking, looking at a lot of information to find distressed properties. And then they find people like me and like, hey, Seiko, I have this quad, which is four apartments. I have this quad. This is how much they need. It needs about this amount of uh, rehab. Are you interested? Yes. Bring them to me all day, every day. We're going to make things happen. And so wholesalers are a really 
great starting point. So if you want to get involved in real estate investing, wholesaling is a great way where it doesn't cost a lot. The barrier to entry financially is kind of low. Mm-hmm. But the work is hard. It's a lot of work. It's hard, right. So I have four wholesalers who are going to give up the goods. They're going to tell you how you can kind of get started, how you can benefit from them services, and how you can get those properties that you can rehab and I can help you get the money for, and then you can find a Chandra Patterson. So what I'm hearing is over the context of, over the, over the course of the weekend, it's really kind of going to be a system, right? I mean, all the pieces, I mean, it sounds like they're all going to be right here for us to kind of plug into in terms of understanding the ins and outs of, of real estate investing. Through that, this is going to be a get in where you fit in. You're going to watch all this great content and say, you know what? I saw A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Yeah. I can fit in G. I can fit in A. I can fit in B. And now I know that there are people like me mm-hmm. who are successful in mm-hmm. B and C and G. And I can access them and I can fit in and I can benefit. Some people don't want to wholesale. Ooh. Some people just want to help find funds. Cool. Some people want to be the contractors. Cool. Hey, some people just want to be appraisers. We need more appraisers. Right now, there's an appraisal shortage. Got it. So some of these deals aren't happening fast enough because we need more of us. We out of time. We out of time. We out of time. We out of time. Producer's hitting me. He's like, yo, end it, end it. Man, this has been a phenomenal show. Thank you so much, Seiko, for being here. Um, and also a huge thank you to Town Bank Mortgage, uh, the presenting sponsor for HR RealCon, Shervin Joseph. Certainly looking forward to uh, more of that information that you're going to provide on first-time home ownership during the conference. Thank you, thank you to Apex Financial Group of Virginia uh, and all you do by way of financial literacy. Michael Gray, we appreciate you. And again, Seiko Varner, we really appreciate your expertise. Looking forward to sharing with you during the conference this weekend. Um, Yeah, get your ticket. This show is brought to you by the consulting services of Positive Vibes Incorporated. We do credit fixes, we do debt restructuring, and we put money in the pockets of real estate investors. So give us a call. We can fix your credit. We can restructure your debt. And if you're a real estate investor, I would love to put thousands of dollars into your pockets. 757-932-0177. That's 757-932-0177. Stay with us online at Black Wall Street Today on Facebook and Black Wall Street Today on Instagram. And then follow us on Twitter as well at BWS Today. We look forward to talking again next week. Have a wonderful week. I have said and I will continue to say that the most important priority for the Black community is the Black community, not a particular political party. Hey, yo, when I say Black, you say Wall Street. Black, Black Wall Street. When I say Black, you say Wall Street.